0: So, Evan, I was recently on TikTok, and I stumbled across someone named Tennille Towns. And uh, you may not know who this is. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Never no, mind, we definitely both know who this
1: is. <laughs> I'm not familiar.
0: But I found out that Tennille has an unreleased song that she's been teasing called When's It Gonna Happen. And this song just so happens to be about how she's single and all of her friends are buying relationships and getting married, and I'm just kind of like, Tanil, what do I have to do? T- please tell me what 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 boxes do I need to
1: check? Please explain. <laughs> nice, and you put on your story on your Instagram the CD. I've like got my fiance's CD on hard copy. In Gen- all
0: seriousness, though, I'm not. I'm not gonna be one of those. I'm not. I'm not one of those guys that like sees this and is in the comments like shooting my shot. Like, like <laughs> that's I'm gonna find a Tenniel Towns'
1: people. post somewhere. You've Could've, commented where's,
0: somewhere, where's, bro. Expose me. I promise. I swear. I did not do that.
1: Well, <laughs> with that all out of the way, uh, welcome to episode 14 of Waves on the Shore. This is the final episode of the year, at least recording-wise. By the time you're hearing this, it is 2022. It is January 1st. Happy New Year, so technically it's the first episode of the year. Um, But this episode, we are mostly looking back on 2021. It had quite a bit to offer. Lots of music came out. Lots of music was good. Lots of music wasn't great. We're going to talk about it all. Um, We've also got some some film talk that will be buried in between uh
0: (laughs) very excited for that
1: brace for that you can probably already know what movie it's about and um yeah there will there will be spoilers if you haven't seen the new spider-man movie um but there will also be when you get to that point um i will do a voiceover to let you know yeah i'll let you know when to skip to if you haven't seen it by now um yeah anything you want to add before we kind of just get going
0: Uh, well, after the movie segment, we'll do a little, a fun little segment where I'm going to kind of give my own, like Evan and his videos on the Overshore YouTube channel gave his own like kind of 2021, uh, top lists, worst, all that kind of stuff. We're going to do mine and we're going to kind of play a game where Evan is going to attempt to guess what, what my top 10 song, top 10 albums and songs were.
1: Yeah, the back half of this podcast will be like Jaren's time to shine with all of his year-end stuff.
0: it be
1: fun. So yeah, but before we get into all that, um, talking about 2020 as a whole, we came up with a few questions or prompts or whatever you want to consider them. Um, And we're just going to shoot ideas back and forth at each other. And so the first one, the biggest or most significant, scrap biggest, but like the most significant country albums of 2021. We've each curated our own list. I have five here. Um, I only I'm not, have four.
0: It's not really like... It, well, there,
1: there, is, there is a bit of overlap one, as well. Yeah, yeah probably. There, there is the one obvious one. Who wants to say it? Number one for both of us, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Was uh, Was Dangerous by Morgan Wallen. Right at the start of the year... January 8th, 2021 he dropped 30 songs and then a month later he followed up it up with two more, it broke yeah. all sorts of records, it was the it had the most album sales of any album, all genre in 2021, however I did to put it into context, to like get an idea of how big it is, I threw it up against the other biggest albums of the year and so here's kind of how it stacks up, I've got the four biggest albums, according to the website I was on, I forget. Um, but Dangerous had just over three million copies at three million and ninety one thousand copies sold. Thirty by. Like,
0: do you know if that's just like actual hard sale, like like that? That takes problems? that takes into it's no. That takes that's like, like
1: total like streaming yeah, hard copy. Like, that's everything combined. Yeah, okay, I got you. I got you. Um, thirty by Adele. Did 1.4 million sales. And I'll get into why in a moment. Why that's um, a fishy number. Uh, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Back in May. Did 2.6 million sales. And then Certified Lover Boy" by Drake. Did 1.8 million sales this year. The reason I bring this up is because um, I was interested how Dangerous stacks up. Given the fact it was out all year like for the whole year, but sure. the first week yeah. dangerous was out you could stream it whereas Adele so here's here's I put some numbers down Adele dangerous until
0: November right
1: end of November so dangerous came out yeah. 356 days ago sour by Olivia Rodrigo came out 223 days ago certified lover boy was 117 days ago that's kind of crazy because it still feels new and then 30 by Adele. Is only 41 days old. So. And and it has. 1.4 million. So I did some math. And. Obviously this isn't perfect. Because like. You know. it's, It's not perfect. But. These albums. If they were out for as long as Dangerous. So. At this rate. At 356 days. Dangerous is obviously. Three. Three and a bit million. Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Would be at 4.16 million. Certified Lover Boy would be at 5.5 million. And then Adele's 30 would be at 12 million sales. So, like, is it the most sales this year? Yes. But it's also like. It had all year. It was built for this. Like, there's a reason it came out the first week because it was going to be a monster no matter the controversy that went on and all that, it was still going to be a monster. And so I kind of have a theory, right? Because you know who else is releasing an album very early this year?
0: I actually tell me because I'm drawing a blank. It is Walker
1: Hayes. He's Uh, putting out an album this year.
0: I I, I honestly didn't know that. And
1: I just checked it this morning because I was like, I swear there's an album coming up." So I'm thinking they're kind of going the same thing, seeing they had Lightning in a Bottle with Fancy Like. AA is blowing up, too. It's, like, number one on all the charts right now as well. So what better time to put out a full album? Now, granted...
0: Walker, Walker Hayes' Country Stuff album. So it's yeah. literally, he had the EP, and now it's just Country Stuff, the album.
1: Here's the thing, right? When you When you pull it up, though... I don't know how well this is gonna work because when Morgan dropped Dangerous, there's what, five or six of the thirty songs out, I think. Something like that. Um,
0: okay This Walker
1: Hayes album's thirteen songs. I have and... to
0: shoot the album cover. Sorry, continue, but
1: <laughs> the Walker Hayes album is thirteen songs, but we already have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the thirteen songs. So we're really just yeah getting another small ep but yeah. so i don't know how like big of a pull from a advertising standpoint it is to say like new album out now but there's not actually a lot of new content but um i think there is a very uh strategized reason as to why walker's album is coming out right at the start of the year it's interesting though they cuz I don't know. Labels like to have that those, like, accomplishments to say they did. Like, they like saying this person has f- X amount of number one songs. They have a yeah. number one album. They had the most streamed album. But, yeah. Um. So, I Dangerous... Mean, yeah. Sorry, you go. I've sorry. done a lot of talking.
0: No, you're fine. But I looked up this Walker Hayes album. <laughs> on. I found it on Amazon. And I'm looking at the cover. And I actually... I didn't mind... I actually kind of liked the cover for Country Stuff. Like, he's sitting on a... If I remember, he's on a dock or a pier.
1: Yeah. He's and he's got a, yeah. like a
0: cooler and some other stuff. And it's like... It doesn't... It's a cool little album. It's not, like, the worst thing ever. But this one is just him in a blue t-shirt leaning against a, a cinder block wall.
1: It's built like, for, like... A, it's built for billboards.
0: <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie. I like the colors of it, but it's just, like...
1: Guys hit the I gym know. though, you know.
0: I do see that.
1: Arms looking kind of <laughs> big.
0: It's just sometimes I wish I love like one of my favorite album covers is Magnolia by Randy. That's Hauser. so clean, and it's it's like a this really pretty drawing of a magnolia, and then this is just like I could have taken this picture against the school that's like half a mile behind my house. It's so uninspired. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I, I like mean the
0: colors of it though, there's like blue there's like an orange hue and like a blue.
1: Credit where credit's blue due. Kind of thing going Walker on. knows how to capitalize on like a moment. Like, Fancy like blew up. He followed it up with AA, which is also now blowing up. But like he's able to maintain such a juvenile feel in all of his like music but also his advertising. Given the fact he's, like, 43, it's surprising how n- natural it feels to see him on these super, like, fun, colorful, juvenile-looking album covers. Um, he's an interesting guy. My mom likes Walker Hayes, hey, so yo. I guess he's winning.
0: You got a version of Fancy Like with Kesha?
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Actually, no, wait. I knew about this. I, must I just haven't listened just, to it. I must have shoved it to the back of Yeah, the- bro.
1: Like It's <laughs> on everyone. Everyone's worst list, they're putting Fancy Like But a lot of people are including the Kesha version I'm not even <laughs> listening to it Fancy Like I... was enough for me But, you know what I found, right? when I So when I listened to Fancy Like the first time I was like, oh my gosh But now, I listen to it And it's like, I feel indifferent towards it But I was thinking I don't think it grew on me I think I just got used to it Because it's so everywhere and I find that's with like Walker's music now, like when I, AA I came out, I'm most, just used to it.
0: I don't even think it's the most offensive song, no, I mean, like country song, country song that I've ever heard. It's just it can be annoying, like it just is annoying, kind of, just with yeah. how it's everywhere.
1: Yeah, I, you know what? Um, Walker A's he's he's doing his thing, um, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> well um yeah yeah walker hayes is an artist but with that so we both had dangerous as our most significant album in country music in 2021 who did you have at number two
0: i my list isn't like super super solid but looking at it yeah um i don't know i'd have to say heart and soul but when you just look at the numbers, obviously it's not nearly as big as Dangerous. But I think because of what Eric was kind of trying to do and I, we talked about this, people have talked about this before. I'm pr- At least I'm pretty sure that Eric was planning on doing a triple album before Morgan Wallen was planning on doing a double album.
1: Well, because he was releasing singles in like yeah 2020, like May, June yeah. of 2020. Almost so.
0: an entire year before. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I just, I I can, I can really appreciate the, because he was trying to do this big thing. Like, it is, I think it's significant because each of the, th- Heart and Soul, these three albums, as a singular thing, each of them, I, I mean, like, they've both, they all come off as one project, but they are also three projects in one. And I feel like, I don't know if anybody else has done that, at least in the country world. It was a cool place.
1: concept. But I, Ex- think
0: that, I think for that reason alone, it's significant.
1: Yeah, I have so, I have it in um, two, two lists for this video, um, because there are goods and bads. I also had it as number two, on my okay. significant list, okay. um, because like, I mean, Eric Church, he hadn't put out uh, anything since Desperate Man,
0: which was November
1: 2018. It was eighteen. 2018? Yeah, it oh, was eighteen. Right. Um right. yeah. so there's a lot of build up to it. It's an Eric Church album. It's three Eric Church albums. Um, there was a lot of hype around it. It just felt like like when I look back on twenty twenty one, when I think about it for country music, the three things that come to mind for me instantly, dangerous fancy like heart and soul. Those are the three things that kind of just stick out as um <laughs> as like that's fair. Kind of the summary of 2021? Oh, I guess...
0: I don't have Walker Hayes on this list, but I think...
1: Well, it's also, I like, an even... album list, so he's not... Yeah. I don't I don't have him on my list, because it's not like oh, oh, but an I album, think
0: but... That I feel, but... I almost feel like the presence of Fancy, like, being on country stuff almost makes it a significant album.
1: It's one of the most... It's the most... Arguably the most uh, significant song I'm of the not... year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that I... I'm not, like, praising Fancy, like, but... Because some people, well, some people hear like, "Oh, it was so influential," or so, No, and that's not. Just because you say something's influential doesn't mean it's a good or a bad thing.
1: <laughs> there can be a bad influence. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> like I actually saw this recently. I was talking to Joe about this and some other people and on Discord, and it's there was a post from an Instagram, a country music Instagram page. I don't remember what page it was, but they were there was a it was a take that like. Um, uh... Montevallo by Sam Hunt was like the most influential album of its, of like the the year that it came out. It's one of the most influential, like, I think I actually, it might've been one of the most, it might've said that it was one of the most influential country records of the past.
1: I believe this was. And
0: the thing is, I agree with that statement, but there's so many people that disagree just because they don't like Sam Hunt. I don't that know was
1: country central, it. I believe. Yeah, um,
0: and I don't, and I don't even really like cool Sam guy. Hunt that much. So it's like, some people are just they see they see Sam Hunt and they're like, no. But it's like, yeah,
1: that's the thing It's like,
0: it, just because you're saying the album was influential does not mean you're agreeing to liking it because, yeah. guess what? I don't really like Sam Hunt. Same music. I don't. I don't.
1: I don't, like... I don't like Montevallo. I can't. I struggle to listen through Montevallo, but I'd not sit here and deny
0: how really, really, really like Montevallo. And oh, it yeah. definitely had a very big
1: impact too. Oh, it had a massive impact because I yeah. was kind of like. You could argue that was like, obviously there would be like pop country crossovers before. There's always been pop country crossovers. You can look to like man, I feel like a woman and stuff like that, but, um, like, that I find really was the turning point of, like, synthetic pop instruments being sure. brought into mainstream country, which is, like, now just a massive normal thing. He was kind of, like, at least in the 2010s, by far the most um, important people when it came to, like, um, mixing genres, whether you think that's good or not, the influence was absolutely massive.
0: Yeah,
1: I agree. So, yeah, who did you, unless you have more to add, who did you have at your number three? I have a curveball here.
0: This is when it gets a little murky for me because I'm just not really sure. Because it all saying something is significant can't be completely objective so it's yeah it's because not... it's like
1: what do you find significant yeah
0: this year? i th- so if, i guess i'd have to put 29 written in stone and i guess to be more specific when carly first released 29 so i guess not written in stone
1: i was the... gonna yeah i had sorry to cut you off i had um at my number four spot but i'm with you i had 29 not written in stone but the original one
0: yeah yeah, I think, I think the original one everybody was just like, "Wow, Carly's wow, Carly's going, Carly's doing a new thing. Carly's going through it, and she's bearing her heart out." And I thought, I don't know, I feel like I want to like before this year, I knew of Carly Pierce. I really liked the song "Hide the Wine" that she has. Um, but I, she, but she also had some other songs. Where I was like, oh, these are okay. But then went, but this year, like Carly's like. Like, my favorite female artist probably is Miranda Lambert, and now Carly Pearce is up there with Miranda Lambert. And oh, dude, tenants. Carly Pearce has
1: shot yeah. up my list as far as female yeah. artists go yeah. this year. And
0: it's, like, I'm really excited, I'm just really excited to see what she does. So, I've, just for, like, this is such a turning point for her, in mm-hmm. her life, and this album is such a turning point for her in her own life, and, and her just her her musical work that she puts out because it's just like wow carly can really do amazing stuff and so yeah i'm excited about that
1: it's like for me 29 the ep or album whatever you want to call it the original seven track collection that was like a big shock to the system because it's like whoa like i kind of just mentally the way i pictured um carly pierce from her other stuff i kind of put her in like the gabby barrett area kind of stuff like that like not
0: yeah okay,
1: okay, n- okay not that like um i'm not comparing like you know apples to apples but i'm just saying like the kind of box i put her in it's like yeah she makes some pop country music she's just kind of over there in that thing but it was like a when she dropped 29 i was like holy crap this is like phenomenal where i think 29 written in stone sure it's more great music but it's like it's almost like her just running the bases, whereas twenty nine was when she hit the grand slam. I,
0: I will say, before twenty nine came out, she had. Uh, I, I will say she had a couple songs that I think were exceptional that stood above the rest.
1: Oh yeah, no, she had good songs, but it's like for her to go I can't this. Say
0: the same, at least for me, I can't say the same for Gabby Barrett. Oh I yeah, no, yeah. and I, it's like a loose comparison, I, I, but yeah, I, I know, I knew what you were meant. I'm not yeah. saying, yeah. I I I I would also have put her in that same general box mm-hmm. cuz nobody's the same. Just a like, big belting
1: rip. pop country kind of thing. But yeah. Um but like
0: every little thing, I hope you're happy now and uh, I hope you're happy now. now like the one.
1: Where did I have Very that on my year end this last year? It's pretty high. I think it was like 5 or something. Yeah. Um Every little
0: thing though, that one kind of it's like when <laughs> if you just if you're like in a vulnerable place and you're <laughs> that, and you're just kind of like listening to the lyrics, it's kind of like, man, Life sucks. <laughs> Dang.
1: <laughs> I hate this. Um, yeah, my number... So, that was my number four. My number three is where I threw a bit of a curveball. Because, like, this is more of, like, an in-the-know significant album. So, I guess, like, I threw it in as a curveball. But I had the Ballad of Dude and Juanita simply because it was Sturgill's last album. Mm, okay. And, like, it definitely, like... um Obviously, it's not a mainstream album. It's not like people from outside of country can say, like, oh, yeah, 2021, Sturzel put out this. But, like, he's got a massive following, and, like, it really, like, landed um, in the... Ind- I mean, was always going to land in the independent scene, but this one really seemed to, like... Um, it's a super highly respected album, I think. Um, And so I put it there because, like, just... Talking to people and just seeing the um, reception of like reviews and stuff. I mean, Grady's video alone did like massive on it. Like I always forget how previous to this, I I always forgot how big Sturgill was uh, in the under or in the independent world. Uh, so I found this album like there was a lot of buzz around it, and so yeah. I kind of dropped it in.
0: What I find, I really appreciate what that album does, mm-hmm. but I. I just, for me at least, with that album, I think and the thing is, I think it's good. I just don't come back to it.
1: That's, I was talking to my brother it's about this. It's an
0: interesting this. thing.
1: It's an album that I highly respect. Like, I have a lot of respect for it and I think very highly of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I haven't gone back to it as much. It's like if I'm going for that sound, I typically, my go to is Coulter Wall when I want that super western, yeah. super dusty swinging door Ooh. but
0: throw on some cowpoke
1: <laughs> yeah exactly um <laughs> but yeah the ballad of dude monita i think it's like an exceptional concept album and i respect the living crap out of it but i'm kind of with you in the sense that it's not an album that i found myself going back to as much as i thought i would yeah i tell you what the one thing i go back to way more than i ever thought i would cutting grass volume two I still revisit that thing all I, the time.
0: I'm going to be honest with everyone here. <laughs> I, the only Sturgill album that I've actually listened to is his newest one. I am extremely late to the Sturgill game. And maybe at some point I'll get around to listening to all his albums, but it's just kind of like, it's almost overwhelming because I know every single album is its own like, like thing. And then mm-hmm. it's like, each album's different, and it's got all these, like, really, like, big... Fa- He's got these big fans. I
1: also feel like yeah. there's, a, there's almost, like, a pressure to like it, too. Yeah. Like, to awesome. come out and that, say I don't like a Sturzel album... Yeah. I'd just be worried that I'm gonna have, like, a bunch of, like, people in overalls and pitchforks coming like, a okay. torch parade at me. <laughs> uh, Like, what's the guy that stole, kidnapped Juanita? I forget the name, but if there was a name... I just picture a bunch of that guy coming at my door if I say I didn't like a Sturgeville album, but, <laughs> um, and then last one I had, last one you had, our lists are pretty synchronized. I think we had the same one. Uh, I've got Human by Cody Johnson.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think can... when
0: it comes to significance, there's some obvious picks. So I think that's
1: yeah, because we well, are we can, talking we can about Throw
0: intuition by Billy Current. <laughs> <that, but it's laughs> yeah. Significant because of how. Significantly, significantly bad it was. It's bad, but at the same time, it's like, what is what is Billy Carrington? <laughs> like, not even, like...
1: He has People Are Crazy. It, That's a good song.
0: Yeah, Oh well, no, no, but he has amazing songs. What what confuses me about him is, like, for the last, like, ever since his, la- his album before this one came out, it's like he's disappeared off the face of the earth. And then he showed up in August and was like, hey, guys, here's an album. <laughs> it sucks. And then it's like, this isn't even like this isn't like the thing is you, you had some decent songs on your last album. It's like, did you just decide to like? I think he's going full beach bum, full like. I think, but I'm half gonna, the time it's not even. No, but beach I bum him. is just
1: bum. <laughs> like follow... this intuition, <laughs> yeah. intuitions just bum, bum. Well, the reason I say beach bum is
0: because I follow his Instagram, right? And it's just like, he's like your old, like, uncle that, like, doesn't really know how to use Instagram super well. So, his, like, captions are always, like, what? Somebody needs to take your phone away. And it's, like, it's... it's, Billy Carrington (laughs) confuses me. And, like, all his, like, pictures for everything, like, like his picture on a Spotify page is still probably, like, seven years old.
1: Yeah, I'm looking... Oh, his...
0: And you can't even see him for his picture for Intuition. Like, it's... I'm flabbergasted. But the thing is, one of the songs on this album has more than a million streams. And I'm trying to figure out who's listening to this. (laughs) Uh,
1: Who's like, yeah, throw on that Billy Currington.
0: You know what? Intuition by Billy Currington, most significant album.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wait, what? what oh okay i i just checked his spotify and i got really
0: confused because i saw he had a new release called summertime and it's an ep but it's just uh it's it's an art. it's a mixtape he's just like taking songs from his old albums and oh, putting okay. them in a
1: you have to do like an on-the-spot review in that case
0: yeah i was <laughs> I was like what no it's like okay summer forever came out in 2015 Six years in between Summer Forever and Intuition. Billy Currington, like, does he tour? Like, does he? And if he does, is he conscious. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, it's, he's an enigma to me. He probably does, the thing is, he probably does tour, but he's probably just doing, like, smaller, I don't know. But, like, he's not a,
1: I don't know, bro. Anyway, off the Billy Curry today. <laughs> Enough of Billy. Are you, are, are you human? Are... Human. <laughs> we were talking about human. Yes, we were. Um, <laughs> I think for <laughs> sorry, it's just funny to just jump right back in, but um, I think for human, the reason I put it here is because I mean, honestly, I feel like it was a bit of a mixed bag reception wise. Um, more positive. It's more like. On the edge of positive or indifferent. Not like positive or bad. Um, but I kind of had it there. Because as much as I didn't like. Um, how he rolled it out. With like two new songs every month. to For like five months. Like as much as I didn't like yeah. that. Cody Johnson was always. The talk. For like six months. Because he always kept putting out like. Yeah. Really good songs. So he kept himself oh. as like. A hot topic for like half of a year
0: yeah I will say that I uh, I kept up with I listened to the first maybe like four or six tracks that he dropped but after that I was kind of just like okay I'm just gonna do what I'm doing for Hicks Tape well I guess Hicks Tape came out I did the same thing for Hicks Tape that I did for this I was just like I'm not listening to any of X- the only thing about that I can appreciate about what Cody did that Hick's tape didn't do is that he didn't release all of them one at a time. He released, like, half the album, and then the other half came out with the rest of the album. Yeah. But Hick's tape was literally one at a time. But <laughs> I did the pain. same thing. I listened to a couple of the songs, and I was like, these are good. These are actually great, but I'm just gonna wait, because I'd rather listen to them all at once.
1: It just makes everything a little more satisfying when you finally get it. Um... Yeah, so I think that's unless you have more to add. That's like our bundle on the most significant albums. So we we had another one. Um Biggest Bombs. That's what we have it in, in our document. Uh what albums or most yeah, mostly albums.
0: I really want to say
1: what album? was
0: Bomb by Billy Currington is the biggest one, but I have I it on my list. I yeah, but I think I have to say that Life Rolls On is the biggest one, just because it's like it's FGL. Just the fact that it's an FGL album, it, they've got they've got a pretty big fan base and a pretty loyal fan base.
1: Every I have a number um, one as well. Everything about Life Rolls On was bomb. It just yeah, the build up sucked. Like based on the pre-releases nobody was looking forward to that album like what did what did they put out they put out uh, I love my country and new truck and i feel like there was another or no cuz they put out the like EP that had like um, us oh, stronger beer 30 it was,
0: was that the it was like the six pack
1: yeah so it's like not a yeah, I soul make, uh... Not you a that soul. I,
0: don't like that
1: much. <laughs> I know, but it's like it, like it's not like. There's another album I'm gonna talk about in terms of bombs. That's like it was being built up to be like a pretty sick album, and even I was excited based on uh, what we had had to taste beforehand. I think I
0: know what you're talking about, but yeah.
1: But Florida Georgia Line just sucked from start to finish. When yeah. this album was announced, everyone was like, "Oh boy, here comes another trash pile." It came out, everyone was like, "Holy crap, this is trash!" And then everyone <laughs> yeah. forgot about it. No one cared.
0: It so, was such an L. FGL for me is, if I'm being honest on myself, it is number one. It has but, to be, and that's, only, yeah, and that's <laughs> only because of there were some singles. There was there was some advertisement. There was some. There was a. There was at least a little bit of some push. And it's FGL, so it's like everybody everybody knows who FGL is. So it's like, yeah, it's a bomb. And the only reason Billy Currington's intuition isn't number one is because... No one cared to begin no with. Because <laughs> there's literally no expectations. But the fact that it's as bad as it is... It, <laughs> it, it we somehow we disappointed, it, yeah. It it, disappointed. Yeah, It disappointed
1: without there even being expectations. It yeah. failed to meet the expectations that weren't even there.
0: It's just the fact that... That it might be the worst album that I've ever heard. In <laughs> general.
1: I was talking, and,
0: and it's disappointing because Billy Currenton has actually a lot of songs that I genuinely like. He has some good ones, like "Pretty Good at Drinking Beer." That's a banger. That's yeah, crazy, maybe. I don't know if that. No,
1: no, I know that one.
0: Okay, but he's and obviously, there's people are crazy, and there's and he even had decent songs. I've, we've already talked about this, but it's it's just like, what are you doing, Billy?
1: anyway i talked. wait I, real quick, I talked to jaren we we're on last night and um i was saying how like i listened to it like half-heartedly when it first came out and just was on to the next because i was like wow that sucked don't want to think about it and then when making my year endless i kind of just slapped it as an honorable mention but i was saying to jaren that's because i didn't i never went back to it before making that video i just remembered it being not that great but I was saying, if I went back and gave it another listen, it probably would have charted decently high on my yeah. list. I just couldn't be bothered to go back and put myself through that again.
0: My thing is like, okay, so compare it to Life Rolls On, right? With Life Rolls On, it, it doesn't seem like a whole lot of effort was really put into it. But at, at least there was still some amount of effort put into it. <laughs> <laughs> With intuition, I'm sorry if anybody likes this album, but (laughs) and I don't like trashing albums. But I'm genuinely confused because I know Billy Currington can make good music. I just need to know if he's like okay, (laughs) and like (laughs) like if he's in
1: a good place.
0: Or I think I honestly I think he's I think he just did this because he's just trying to get a paycheck. Because all he's doing is vibing on a beach somewhere
1: with some dude. Like (laughs) he's chilling. he just wanted I, a new boat, so he's like, ah, anyway, put out the album."
0: What's 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 the next bomb, Evan? What's your next bomb?
1: So, after life rolls on, yeah, I had intuition as my bottom bomb because there were no expectations sure, to sure. begin. I just hate it so much, but I yeah, to- I, I'm <laughs> with you. My second biggest bomb, I had Starcrossed.
0: Oh, maybe I should have that higher
1: because this album. Again, I was saying to Jaren last night, I think I was generous to it in my review. I I think if I reviewed that now, seeing how it's aged, giving it some more time, I think it's like we're talking like a 3 out of 10 or something now. And what sucks more and what made it such a bomb is I was looking forward to it so much. And my dad this morning, he just – he throws like – Uh, he just hooks his phone up to the TV and just shuffles different playlists all the time. And he had like a a country playlist, whatever, on. And Starcross, the song, came on. And I'm just sitting there eating my waffles. And I'm (laughs) like, man, like, this this is such a good opener. Like, for it, this is such a cool song. And when I heard that for the first time, knowing that I was like, two weeks away or like a week away from a whole album i was so psyched up and then it just rotted it came out and it just stunk of piss i was like yo (laughs) like what happened
0: yo you were gonna make some people mad because there are some people in the discord that love
1: read the lyrics bro i was i was shocked because it's like casey is capable of such great music. Like, Golden Hour is such a heater. Like, 9 I out of 10. Eight. And then Starcrossed. Wow. And, like, with all the, like... I made a whole video just, like... <laughs> acting like a some corny fanboy. Because I was so psyched. And the concept was so I cool. I remember that video. And then it just crapped the bed. I was like, okay, <laughs> that hurts. It's like, we're going to have to wait, like... Another, like... Two, maybe three, maybe more years for a Casey Musgraves album. It's like I gotta sit yeah, on this,
0: and who and and knows what it's gonna
1: be like. Oh man, but I don't think Starcross hasn't really gotten the best reception. I find.
0: I wonder what Rustin Kelly's next project will be like. Just because this was like a divorce. Well, the thing is, her and Rustin and Kelly are still like chill with each other. It wasn't like a.
1: Michael Ray, Carly Pierce.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like that, or like a Blake Shelton-Miranda-Lambert situation. It was like, a, we're still, we're still, like, we still love each other, but not, like, in the same way. Yeah. You know? Um, So I'd be interested to see, actually, what, because I, I went through a small, a minor Russ and Kelly phase, oh, jeez, ma- uh, almost, maybe like a year and a half ago, I was listening to a decent amount of his stuff. I He still has some songs that I've never heard before, but... Like, for, like, a week, I was like, oh, his cover of, of, uh, crap, why am I forgetting the song, the name of the song? It's a, it's, a, it's a freaking, oh, Teenage Dirtbag, that's what it is, I knew it. Have you, do you know the song Teenage Dirtbag?
1: If I heard it, I definitely recognize the title. Um,
0: it's, it's a, it's, it was, like, a super popular, like, punk, like, early 2000s kid, like.
1: I, it's, anyway, like, he covers it, yeah, and yeah, it's a very Rustin
0: Kelly song to cover, and he does it really well. Um,
1: I'll check it out. I'm
0: interested to see what he does. Um, but anyway.
1: What was your number uh, two? What was your number two? Your biggest bomb. Oh, well, my... <laughs> weird was whatever. it? Oh, wait, it was your second intuition. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, what yeah, was it? What? it?
0: Maybe it doesn't... Maybe it shouldn't be, because there was literally no build-up, but just because of how <laughs> just because of how bad it is like there's nothing you can't that I can sugarcoat say. it there's nothing that i can say that's good about it except actually no, I'll, it no it has nothing to do with how it sounds or the music at all the album cover is kind of maybe a little kind of cool like it's not the greatest album cover ever but i've seen worse album covers Because it's, like, him on a street, but, like, the lights and, like, the contrast is cool. Whatever. Anyway, that's my one nice thing to say about intuition. (laughs) Um, well, I also had Starcrossed high up. I guess for me, the most disappointing one for me, out of all the ones we've talked about so far, except for maybe... Well, I, I, it's hard for me to say I was disappointed with Intuition because, obviously, there's no build-up. So I, I, I will I will say I, the comeback by the Zach Brown band was not bad. Um, and But it wasn't, like, great either. I thought it was just, like, good, maybe okay. And that's a little disappointing for me because it's, like, oh, it's the comeback. They're, I know I wasn't really hyped for it, but they're, like, marketing it as the comeback, you know? And it's, like... But it was... It's just... It, it it was a return to form, but it wasn't like uh They didn't reinvent anything. You know, yeah. it wasn't like uh There wasn't anything special. I feel like, so it's it's just that. I guess for me, it's a little disappointed. It's probably the most disappointed I was, except for maybe for Star because I yeah. did love Golden Hour.
1: So I've. Um, but go ahead. Uh, were you done?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much done.
1: No, finish, I don't feel very strong.
0: Well, I don't really feel. <laughs> I don't feel very strongly about what the Zach Brown band oh, did. Yeah, okay. I guess that's the problem. <laughs> you know, it's like I wish
1: I felt more strongly about this, but I don't really. Yeah, so I've got a bit of a a hot take, really. And let me explain myself, because I just praised this album a bunch. I have heart and soul, simply from simply from Maybe, a marketing okay. standpoint. Okay this thing like some of it was its fault some was just like a lot a lot of it was just bad circumstances that sure really kind of dulled the uh it was first experience and then
0: there's like morgan announcing that he's gonna do
1: exactly it's like
0: and then doing it first
1: eric had this triple album all lined up but we didn't know but he had it all lined up Well, then Morgan releases a double album. So not only does a triple album feel now kind of like, oh, when's the quadruple album coming, right? But Mm -hmm. it's like everyone started releasing double albums so quickly. So by the time late April rolls around, he's already like, it just felt kind of like, like for as significant as it was, from a logistical marketing planning standpoint, the way it's structured... It already felt kind of like, oh, wow, we're getting another multi-album release when it yeah. should have felt like, holy crap, three Eric Church albums that are interlinked. Whereas instead, it felt like, oh, look, another one of yeah. these.
0: And it doesn't help that Dangerous is as big as it is. You
1: mm-hmm. It kind of got overshadowed. And then also... Um,
0: Which is a running theme for Eric Church albums, especially when he's trying to do surprises.
1: like <laughs> Mr. Misunderstood, misunderstood. And then, and then it, it Chris Stapleton just owned the night. Um, and then also there was like leaks of the songs and leaks of everything.
0: We're talking about Eric Church getting like the brunt end of like everything. How do you not, how does dangerous man not get album of the year? How does it, I'm sorry. (laughs) Dangerous (laughs) man?
1: I meant desperate man, you know that. Oh dude, we've talked about it before. That's gotta be one of the most shocking album of the year categories and wins of all time.
0: (laughs) I'm, I'm not... I'm sure. But you can like those other albums. I don't have a problem with that. But just... I... It's not my fault that I just like good music.
1: There it is. I still need to find that clip and clip it and re-upload it. I still like, need to find what episode that was.
0: I Like, it has to be... There has, I know that agendas were being pushed there. Like, you cannot tell me that... Oh, 100%. You... you what? It was, like, Cry Pretty uh Damn. the Marin Morris out al- the more that Maren Morris album right that,
1: that's a one girl
0: yeah and girl one oh my gosh Thomas girl. Rhett
1: was in there with the center yes, point center row point.
0: it was like this should be easy <laughs> like this that sorry we're this is off topic oh but God. I needed to I needed to oh no it makes I sense needed.
1: but yeah then like to finish off with Heart and Soul it's like songs got leaked stuff went out then and the middle album was only available on vinyl and then eric was all of a sudden like low-key public enemy number one he just seemed to like everyone's like why are you only releasing on vinyl now it's really only like a double album and one it's just like heart and soul great collection great music one of the most significant storylines of 2021 also one of the rockiest roads of 2021 so that's why i had it as at my bomb list
0: yeah i guess for (laughs) me why i didn't put it there i do the mark the marketing is a little frustrating but it didn't bother me as much as i guess i
1: think what's disappointing is like um a lot of the stuff that went wrong wasn't even necessarily their fault it was just stuff happened out of their control and it just like indirectly had a negative impact at least how i felt on the album so it was like it's one of those like um i put it as a bomb but that's not to like diss them or the music or anything it's just like the circumstances of the world how everything went down was just like i I felt bad i felt bad for eric at that time honestly uh and then how many more do you have i have one more
0: um i have i do have one more are we on the same
1: and... page? You can go ahead.
0: We might be. We'll see. It, it was Hick's Tape, probably. Yeah. 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 It's, for me, I think we, I mean, we just talked about Hick's Tape, I think, last episode. Or maybe yeah. two episodes. I don't know. I'm bad at remembering things. It would like have been,
1: last,
0: uh, I don't know, <laughs> last
1: one or two episodes.
0: Um, But I guess the reason for, it, it was just <laughs> like a little... They tr- They did try to do it a little bit differently in this time with how it was released and how, like, Hardy's not on every track, and I just think most... Of, there were there were some decent songs, but I think it's just... As a whole, it was just a little underwhelming. So I guess that... The follow-up to Hicks, all, one. Heard, yeah. Just a little... Sleep. I think it a little bit of a bomb. I know there are people out there that are really enjoying it. Um, And like I said, I don't actually hate it. I, I think it's just an okay album. I feel similarly towards it well, the Zach Brown band album probably is better. Actually, I think
1: also like the reason I disliked it as, as much I did, as I did it's like, it. as much as I stand by a lot of my claims, it's also just generally the heavy, bro country stuff. Um, yeah, a lot of the even songs if objective same vibe. Yeah, and just, it's like if you if you like that vibe, you're probably gonna love Hicks Tape. Yeah. Me personally, I don't. So tacked on top of like the objective issues I have with it. From an enjoyment standpoint, it also wasn't necessarily my yeah. cup of tea, so that just it's really even, didn't help it for me.
0: It's not even the fact that they all had the same kind of vibe for me. It's also that like, they all. It's not. It's not just the vibe. They actually all kind of. A lot of them sounded. Very, they sound very alike. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like recycled songs. Um, so I think we're done on the bombs. We've got one more category before we transition uh, into your albums with a brief interlude of Spider-Man. Uh, and that is the biggest surprises. I'm really excited to talk about this. Biggest these. surprises uh, of 2021. Okay. I have a...
0: oh, our, I think our list might be a little bit different. We definitely they might, some...
1: They'll definitely gonna me a little bit different. I have, like, several names, so I don't think we can spend as much time on each. I only have, I only have four. Oh, I, I have seven. But, like, okay. I, I'm just going to briefly touch on some of them. And there, I'm sure there's going to be a bit of overlap here. Um, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going first. Yeah. All right. So my my biggest surprise, it had to be, like, album of the year from a debut. had to be Morgan Wade, came out of nowhere. And the fact that the way I found it mm-hmm. was, like, months later. I was like, hey, I'm going to check this out with, like, not the highest expectations. I I didn't really have expectations. I was like, all right, I'm gonna listen to someone's debut album, and then it was like, pfft, like my album of the year. Um, so Morgan Wade has just I think by law in my like yeah. rule book has to be my number one surprise. You
0: you know what? There's something. It kind of surprises me that you like this album as much as you do, and that's only because it's it's very like alternative rock influence and that's oh yeah like not, it's that's not typically not...
1: my vibe
0: yeah and, and it's very much like i like alternative rock i like modern rock i like hard rock i like blues rock like i'm very much like a i grew up listening to rock my dad likes rock i like zz top i like like it's like it's just really interesting to me that you like this album a lot because like my buddy zach who I've mentioned many times before, yeah. who who I m- write music with.
1: Zach's like the he, honorary tried, third, fourth yeah, member of
0: the pod. <laughs> I, yeah, I've tried to get him into Morgan Wade, and he just doesn't really. And it's fine. Like I've stopped trying because I'm not going to force it on him. Yeah, but and it's I've, like, I, and the thing is, he also likes rock. But there's something about the the fusion of her styles that she's
1: done that. And that that's the thing. I see comments that like
0: take issues
1: with the very things i find the most uh enjoyable yeah yeah. and it's like i understand honestly if someone says like i didn't like the way the genres came together i can understand that it's just me personally this thing really struck a chord and it was just one of those like you know lottery instances where it's like all the stars aligned and i just friggin' loved it so
0: yeah it's definitely an interesting
1: one who did you have so i guess while we're while we're on the
0: topic of that it's it's actually almost like a tie because it's hard for me to so i do have mark morgan wade like she's at number 1 right but at the same time i also have tristan morez and part of that is because both of them tristan morez was almost a bigger surprise for, for me because really? before his album came out i i it, somebody I had somehow heard of him I don't remember exactly how and like just very it was not very long before his album came out I went to his Spotify and I was like oh he's just a he's a smaller up and coming artist he seems to have a decent amount of popularity I'm like okay and but I wasn't like I was just like oh he's probably going to be another guy who's probably like so he probably has a couple decent songs and the other ones are just kind of generic but like he he genuinely surprised me because I'm listening I, I like to listen to albums when I mow my yard, right? And so When I'm listening to I listened to his album like for like all like three weeks straight while it was mowing, just because it was so fun. And it wasn't just fun, it was like there's a lot of really good songs on that Tristan Merez album. It's really funny I, you it, say
1: that because my sorry to cut, it, but my summer job, oh, I cut lawns and it was like uh-huh. one of my go to's to cut lawns too. So that's just yeah. kinda funny. Continue. Me and Evan on
0: the save. Same wavelength again for no reason. That's how continued. it is. Anyway, um, but like, and that's where they're similar because Reckless and this Tristan Rez album are both just like they're both think, really good in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, I, I think, think that... I think maybe Reck- Reckless probably is better, but to me, just how I I I didn't have. The re- I had higher expectations for this Morgan Wade album because of the things people had told me. When it came to Tristan Mraz, I was, I didn't, I was just like, wow, this is actually, like, I didn't have any expectations. Mm-hmm.
1: I think the thing for me is almost like so he flip.
0: exceeded them so high. Yeah,
1: like. I, for me, it's like, I, I knew people had, like, been talking pretty positively about it, but I hadn't, like, partic- I hadn't read anything about it. I hadn't, like, gone searching for people's, like, opinions on it. So for me, it came out of nowhere. Whereas Tristan Rez, I don't have him on my surprise list just because I've been, like, listening to Tristan Rez for, holy crap, probably, like, well, well over a year now. Um, yeah, quite... i have been listening to, known about him. I, I'd known about him, and, like, I'd heard his EPs, and, like, I already had a bunch of his stuff down, and, like, Forgot About You was, like, one of my top songs of last year. So it's, like, when he announced the oh, album... I-
0: I just remembered how I, sorry, I just remembered how I, uh, like, how I knew him. Somehow, I just stumbled upon Where the Neon Lies. Like, nobody told me about it. I, I think I just, it maybe auto played on Spotify, or maybe I found it in, like, a playlist. And mm-hmm. I remember listening to that and being like, this is really good. And so, when the album came out, I was like, I'll give it a shot. And then I really, really liked
1: it. Anyway. But, yeah. Um. You. So, for me, when he announced an album... I had, like, some pretty decent expectations for it. And it definitely met those expectations. It was one of those albums that grew on me this year. Like, I already felt positively about it when it came out. But I've kind of just started enjoying it more and more and more. Um, but I had I kind of had those expectations, given his older stuff. So it didn't come as a surprise as much as it was just, like, satisfying, met my expectations, and it exceeded them in some ways. Yeah. But yeah. It's just kind of so, like, did you know them before? I guess.
0: I guess to answer the most surprising question, I think Tristan, from at least for me, Tristan Perez was probably just because I had no expectations at all. Mm-hmm. How he, how he exceeded the, just how he exceeded the, the fact that I had no
1: expectations. Like, opposite of Billy. He, set,
0: he set the, yeah, he set the bar pretty high.
1: Set the bar um, pretty high.
0: <laughs> bro, stop exposing me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, but so. I think uh Reckless is pro- Reckless is I like that album more, but I think Tristan Morris's album
1: was just more mm-hmm. So my my next um I don't like after Morgan Wade it's kind of a little mishmash in the order. Um but we were kind of talking about this last night. I threw Ryan Hurd onto this list. Alright, uh, listeners of the podcast you won't know what happened, viewers will notice Jaron has changed headset and there's now a dog on his bed after some technical issues but we're back. Uh, and so continuing with the biggest surprises of this year, I had and like after Morgan Wade, I had Morgan Wade at number one, after that my order is kind of like a little mushy, little not exactly clear cut but I had Ryan Hurd right up there because when did Ryan Hurd Get so big, <laughs> like I don't mean I don't mean this to come off in a uh, demeaning or rude way, but when did people start caring so much about Ryan Hurd? <laughs> I hadn't heard about him until this year, but he's like one of the most streamed guys. It's like what?
0: Yeah, it's it's weird. We were and we were talking about this last night. Yeah,
1: so.
0: I don't understand. I want to know who listens to Ryan Hurd and if like. Who listens to Ryan Hurd and it's not chasing you or to a T? Like
1: you yeah, because I gave his album a listen and it's like, all right, this is okay. Like it's nothing jaw dropping. It's like some nice simple pop country music, but I, I don't know, man. But he seemed to just blown up this year, and I'm like, good for you. But it's just like what? So who did uh, who did you have next? After Jeez. Tristan and Morgan, I
0: only have two other ones. But right, yeah, I, I should go. Uh, Bo, I think I've talked about Bo Armstrong before. Maybe, yeah, I'm not sure. But I kind—I discovered him uh, earlier this year, I think. I could be remembering that wrong, but it's, I know it's that,
1: older because he was one of the original. What's on and um, you oh, you might be right. Him.
0: Well. I think I only knew like one of his songs because this year I actually like listened listened to him. So mm-hmm. let's just for the sake of he so su- he surprised me this year mostly because I'm not I'm not talking about his old album that released last year. Um, he's released a couple singles for an upcoming project that I don't think we know the release date of, and they've all been very good. Like like he's. He's continued to surprise me because first I'm like, wow, he's he's doing all right. And then I'm listening to his album, which I'm not going to count as because it came out last year, but mm-hmm. I listened to it this year, and it's just really good. And he's he did a cover of When the Party's Over by Billie uh, Eilish, which I'm not a huge, I'm not opposed to Billie Eilish, but I'm not like a fan of Billie Eilish, and so I had never actually heard the original song before, but his I and I have since gone back and listened to her version. But like his version pays a lot of respect to the, the original. But I think it's this beautiful, beautiful song, and uh, he actually did it a, about like uh, su- for like suicide awareness. Mm-hmm. And so like all it was the like pro- money,
1: yeah. All the proceeds for
0: it in the first. I think it was in September, or he might still be doing it. But all the proceeds for it went to uh, suicide prevention uh, stuff.
1: He's a cool all guy.
0: Yeah, he's a and cool guy, and he's all, and then he yeah. So he's he's just surprised me. I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting a cover of Billy Eilish, and I wasn't expecting him to do all this stuff. And he's also he's really small. He deserves a lot more attention. But it, he's he's. Definitely so are we
1: getting up. an album in twenty twenty two?
0: Uh, we might be. That is a
1: project I would be looking forward to okay. if that's the case.
0: He's also a guy who's pretty cool on Instagram because I've held multiple conversations with him in my DMs oh. before. It's pretty,
1: he's pretty chill. Yeah, he's someone I'll have to, to keep my eye on this year. Because, yeah, his 2020 album is really good. Um, yeah. So I'll rhyme off three. Um, and then you can rhyme off your last. I'll rhyme off my last. Or I can just go straight through and you can finish us off. Why don't you go straight through and then I'll... Alright, to... so I'm just gonna go through these quickly. Brian Kelly came really out of nowhere because it's Oh, like, that's
0: a good one. That's a
1: good yeah, because it was like the Florida Georgia Line gong show of like, you know, Florida Georgia Line, (laughs) Um, but then he broke out, gave us the Beach Cowboy EP, I was like, dang, this is cool, this is cool, and then, like, he followed it up, like, a month and a half, two months later, with a full album, I'm like, dang, this is cool, (laughs) and he's really, like, carved himself into a nice spot, Um, I also had Warren Zeter's Simply for the fact that, like... Yo, I'm forgetting about all these people. <laughs> I, again, like, I just... Ooh, garbage can over. These are good picks. <laughs> again, I was just, like, did not realize how big he'd gotten. Like, I knew him from On The Run last year. And, like, I, I was listening to his stuff this year. But only, like, recently, thanks to you, did I realize, like, wait, what? He's massive. Yeah. I didn't realize the scope the speed um, at which he's grown. Yeah, it's nuts. Um then I also had I Carly Pierce caught me off guard at the start of the year. Um like that was that was a surprise to me like I said it was like holy crap this is this is phenomenal work that I was not expecting. Um I Kanan Smith bounced back with a really cool album that I think pretty high actually... Of.
0: I'm I'm I need to I'm supposed to I told myself that I had to listen to that album I still
1: have not yet. I need it's to. a it's a it's a cool one. It's a cool listen with a lot of good moments to make it really worthwhile. Um, and that was like his first album since what 2015 2014 something like that. Hello.
0: <laughs> my
1: dad knocked on my door. And my, you're good. My you're door. good. I can just grab okay. it. Okay. But that was really cool. Um, and then lastly, lastly, I had Walker Hayes because. <laughs> what we already talked about him, like, why is Walker Hayes on in 2021? Like, the size Walker Hayes has reached this year has been crazy. And it's like, if you told me last year, because like before this year, he seemed pretty irrelevant, like, he was, not irrelevant, but like, you know, he made pop country music, he had, um, oh, I can hear it crap you broke up with me he had a few like hits lying around but he was mostly one of those just like background pop country getting by guys and then this year he's just blown up and i don't know where it came from uh so i had to throw him on this list like if you told me at the end of last year walker hayes is going to that's a good point though walker hayes is going to get the holy trinity He's going to be featured on my best songs. He's going to be featured on my worst songs. And he's going to have the biggest song of 2021. <laughs> I would have been like, bro, what are you... <laughs> like, what kind of stupid prediction is that? But he did. He did. So, I, fair play. Walker Hayes doing his thing. He's doing mm-hmm. his thing. <laughs> so, yeah. And then you've got your last one. I'm interested.
0: Yeah. My last one... I guess the ones on my list are the ones that kind of... I guess... They didn't just surprise me. They also kind of left the biggest impact on me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Although, or if, if that's the case, Warren uh, Zeters should probably be on this list, but I'm going to be honest, I completely completely blanked, completely spaced that. He should be on this list probably, but it's whatever. Uh, my last one is actually Jaden Hamilton.
1: Um, okay.
0: And that's because... I. You know what? you have had, a fair point here. He had music before 2021, um, and it was... I didn't really know, but I've gone back and listened to some of it, and it's okay. It's not, it's all right. It's hit or miss. His his uh, but his singles that he's been releasing this year are like, okay, I like this. Do more of this. I think like, he's I definitely like someone to look out
1: for in twenty twenty. Yeah, because because
0: Bad Spot and Heaven's Jukebox are both in my, in my most stream tracks this year. They're both very high. I liked them a lot.
1: I wasn't as big on Bad Spot, but I felt really passionate about Heaven's Jukebox. I yeah, I probably like Heaven's
0: Jukebox. He- I can't talk.
1: Heaven Jukeboxes. is... Heaven
0: Juke Heaven's Jukebox. I probably like that one a little bit more, but I li- both listen to both of them
1: a lot. Yeah, he's someone a to lot. keep your eye on. I think he's, yeah. uh, he's brewing something up. Yeah. And so, with that, we're going to have a brief... Jaren's going to get mad at me for probably like five minutes... Um, and then we're gonna go into the top albums and songs according to Jaren. So Spider- Oh, yeah, right. So you're gonna hear a voiceover if because there's gonna be spoilers, and you're gonna hear a post-editor overshore tell you when to skip to right now. Yes, thank you. It is post-editor overshore here. As we said, there are going to be spoilers for the new Spider-Man movie. So If you haven't seen it, if you don't want it spoiled, all that jazz, skip ahead now to 1 hour and 14 minutes and 46 seconds. You have been warned if you wish to continue, we encourage you to. But, like we said, if you don't want the movie spoiled, 1 hour, 14 minutes and 46 seconds. Adios, me amigos. Yep. Cool. So, thank you post-editor Overshore. What a brilliant brilliant job you did there man. <laughs> um, great luck. so spider-man came out jaron kind of wanted to uh ask me a few questions about this movie and i'm here to answer them and infuriate him i think the biggest glaring the biggest question i have is first off let's just did you
0: like this movie did you think it was good
1: i did enjoy the movie more than i thought i would even as i'm watching it i'm like I don't think I should be enjoying this as much because, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I find a lot of superhero—not that I've seen many superhero movies—but like yeah. this not one I'm watching seen very many movies in general at all. But it, I'm yeah. watching this. I'm like, "Okay, this plot is getting quite dragged out," but it's still entertaining. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed my time.
0: Okay, and were you at all confused at any point? Um, not really. Like you could kind of be like, oh, okay, this person is like. Did you
1: understand that? So my friends kind of, so... my friends kind of filled me in before. Okay, watching so... it, they gave me like just the background knowledge I needed to like be able to follow it. So I was able to follow what was going on.
0: Okay, and so like they they probably made it clear that some of the villains and they explain it in the movie a little bit too.
1: They're from different times. Yeah,
0: they're, yeah and they're from yeah. they're from other Spider-Man movies.
1: Yes, I got that much,
0: and yeah, and nothing like this has been done before, which is kind of pretty cool. Um, but so you were never like, yeah, I mean, if your friend, okay, that makes sense. Your friends explained it to you. You were able to put two and two. It's just interesting to me that you're watching this movie, having seen, having no prior. So. Okay, we should give some context. Evan doesn't really watch movies. <laughs> yeah, last night we were talking, he told me that he probably... There's a, there's a high chance that he hasn't even seen 50 movies in his
1: life Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it's probably... Like, I doubt I've seen 50 movies in my life.
0: And then I'm over here with, like, bookshelves of, like... I own more than 400 movies. So it's like... <laughs> like, I love movies. And, and that, just, <laughs> that, that dumb... that. I that leaves me dumbfounded. I'm just kind of like, wow. So, what did you, how did you react to uh, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider Man?
1: Not out? like, like well, the how... other people, bro. I'm okay. posted and... up in this theater, right? I'm sitting there. Did the other people scream? And you were like, no, no, um, <sighs> like, first of all, right, Ontario, we're shutting down again, right? So, you're not allowed to eat food in the movie theater. Um, right? So, you are sitting there with your mask on, with people watching you to make sure that mask stays on. You're not allowed eating wait, food.
0: Have, wait, they have people stationed in the theater?
1: Yes, staring at you. It's so wow. thready. But anyways, um, so, it's like, you are you are watching this movie. <laughs> like, the thing was, right? I knew, like, um, I knew toby and i did i knew toby mcguire i knew garfield i didn't know his first name was andrew but i knew the garfield guy so when like they came out i was like oh look it's it's like (laughs) the other the other spider-men are here i was like oh wow cool fat kid opened up a portal and here comes 55 year old toby mcguire right everyone just that's freaking out
0: everyone's like
1: no but everyone's posted like "Ooh!" they're like clapping and like Every mom's given, like, a standing ovation. I'm like, sit down. <laughs> sit. You are so white right now. So white. It's like, an actor, get hey, this, impetus. an actor <laughs> appeared in a movie. Wow. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, that's,
0: bro. that's interesting to see your perspective, <laughs> because for you, you have no... <laughs> You have no <laughs> so, obligation to this. You have no connection. You have no emotional. This play. is a
1: very a very one-sided like yeah. this is not a fair take for me to be giving out. And but this actually, is how I see it. <laughs>
0: yeah. And actually when it comes to people like clapping and cheering and stuff, I get excited in movie theaters and stuff like that. Like especially if I'm emotionally like invested and I'm like, yo, there's no way they're doing this. This is awesome. Like that feeling's going through me. But I'm not a person that like stand I'm not a person that stands up and like claps and screams. Because, and I, part part of me doesn't do that because like when people, other people were doing it, I was low key getting upset because Andrew Garfield comes through the portal and I'm trying to hear what he's saying, but I can't hear what he's saying because everybody's clapping and I'm like, people, people, come on. I'm trying to hear what he's saying. So I can understand that, but I also at the same time, I'm okay with it Mm -hmm. because,
1: and I I also like, uh, I had to get this explained to me afterwards, but, um, oh, what was Zendaya's name in the movie? um michelle mj mj right when MJ's like falling off the statue of liberty and andrew garfield swoops down and catches her oh. everyone everyone erupts in like cheer and everything and so i had this explained to me afterwards and so like i understand why yeah. that's significant so, but still yeah in my seat i'm there like just for really in case like somebody's
0: listening to this and they haven't seen it and they don't care about spoilers because they're listening to this segment i'll just explain the context very briefly and The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is Andrew Garfield's version of Spider-Man, um, he had two movies, The Amazing Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. In the second movie, his love interest, Gwen, is falling from a clock tower, and he tries to save her, and he, like, thwips a web, but it's already too late, because by the time the web reaches her to grab her, um, she's too close to the ground, and the whiplash of her... Getting caught by the web, hits her head on the concrete and breaks her neck and she dies instantly. And so him being able to save uh MCU Peter Parker's love interest is kind of like this redemption. Like, he couldn't save Gwen, but he could save MJ. It was like that's why, it was it was putting himself <laughs> in that same position and he it, it was this redemption for him. And
1: this is the thing. I can totally see now why that's such a big deal. But uh-huh. I'm sitting in the movie theater. Everyone erupts and clap, and clapping and like nope. cheering. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. gonna, like, yo, we've watched like seven people. <laughs> like, I can barely count on two hands the amount of people we've watched different Spider-Man catch falling off stuff. But this is the one. This one y'all just freak out for. No, that's
0: really it's really interesting to see your perspective because I'm a I have a Spider-Man poster here. I have a Spider-Man poster here. I've got Avengers. I've got Spider-Man here. I've got Spider. Like I grew up with
1: that. And with that's the thing, story. right? Everyone starts clapping, and, but it's like, um, I, that's the thing. I feel like you, super douchey doing it. Yeah. Like having the take I have. But it's like I don't yeah. have any context, but it's like if if it was a thing, like if when new albums dropped, you would go to like. Uh, album theater right if something like that dropped and there were
0: you get excited for these like remember when dangerous was coming out and we were like people were having listening parties kind of
1: thing i kind of have one on the discord but even then like to put it in perspective it's like surprise features and stuff if there were like if there were like music theaters that you went for new album drops and i like went to a donda one and heard all the surprise features i'd be the guy clapping i'd be like yes (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Yes, so and sos is on the album, very, very so it's true, like man. it's just it's just different what you uh, yeah. enjoy. But it was super it's... funny for me because I felt so like I Out knew how uncultured I was, and I'm just making fun of the culture I don't even understand.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: It was quite no. it was quite a funny position to be in. But
0: I'm glad that you at least enjoyed the movie. Yeah, no, it was a good movie. I guess I'm gonna give a quick couple thoughts for anybody that some people might be interested. Yeah, because in. I'm a big. Even yesterday, Evan, actually... I told Evan this, I don't remember if he remembers. but yesterday I watched the original three Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies with my family. uh, Just for fun. uh, Because we're maybe gonna go... I'm gonna go see the new Spider-Man movie with them. I've already seen it twice. So (laughs) I might be seeing it a third time with them. Uh, And I just... Where this movie leaves off, it's Peter is alone and just... Like it's almost like they made it's like a they made a clean slate for him. If that oh makes yeah. Sense. Um, and the reason I say that is because this version of Spider-Man is kind of different than the other two because this one has the Avengers. This one has Tony Stark. Like he ha- like Tony Stark has been helping him and been like a mentor. The other guys had to figure everything out on their own. Um, and I, I I'm excited for Peter to be on his own now because that's who Spider-Man is to me. He's this kid who's alone. That's beat down every step of his way, but he keeps getting back up, and he keeps fighting for the little guy, and he keeps trying his best, even if he fails. Like, that kind of thing. And, like, at the end of the movie, he's getting an apartment in some run-down apartment building. He's He's got a police radio on his phone, which is very throwback to Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, because Tobey Maguire has a, has a, a beat-up old apartment, a, a police radio... And like a, a like a, a silly landlord that like wants him to pay his rent on time, and it's where they leave the Sp... and then and then they leave us with a classic homemade Spider Man suit, red and like red and like bright baby blue, bro. My little, when I saw that, I like I geeked out, bro. I you know I screamed. I so <laughs> just the the ending of this movie is so satisfying because he makes so many mature choices. And he, you, we see, we see him go from being kind of like this, like in the shadow of Iron Man and all this other stuff, and we see him. It's almost like he is Spider Man now. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's cool for me. Um, yeah. So that's my minute. I would give it a, a very, very, very good out of ten, but I'm also biased because I love Spider Man. Yeah. And, and just for some context, the the, the two Tom Holland Spider Man movies before this. I thought Homecoming was pretty good. I thought Far From Home was okay. Like I didn't love them because they didn't feel like genuine Sp- Spider-Man to me, but j- uh, for the reasons that I said earlier, like yeah. he felt like he felt like Iron Boy because he's got all this tech and he's got like he was an Iron Man shadow. Anyway,
1: let's move on to our uh, the big final segment, segment the-, the big one. Do we want to do songs or albums first? So oh yeah, like we should probably transition. So now we're going to move on to Jaren's top music. Obviously, I did my video, so I've given my two cents on all this stuff. Jaren, yeah, yeah. on the other hand, has not. So this is going to be his chance to give his best of the year. And I'm also going to have fun yeah. guessing and predicting what he's going to say. So we've got his top five songs and his top ten albums or projects. Yeah. Which do you want to do first?
0: So first, let's do albums. Now, for the, for the honorable mentions... Are you wanting to guess what my honorable mentions are, or are we just or are you just wanting to guess what? We'll what just my go
1: like is? we'll just go actual.
0: Okay, so then I'll I'll just kinda say a few things about my my honorable mentions and then we'll we'll go into the top ten. So I actually have six honorable mentions. I was gonna do five, but I felt like I had to include one. Um my first one is Game Ball by Colton Venner. I can't remember if I've ever talked about Colton Venner on the podcast. I don't believe name? you have. He him and Bo Armstrong, I discovered around the general same time and they both kind of i have them like they're both very small but they have big songs um colton venner has one called honey slow which i highly recommend it's it's gotten more than a million streams but most of his songs aren't that big um uh i love him and he released a uh five track ep pretty sure it's five five tracks Um, it's called Game Ball, and it's a lot of it is just written from his heart. The Game Ball is about the whole EP. Game Ball is about relationships with his family and like, or with his dad, and just like his life. And I, I've ever since I discovered him, I really like him as a songwriter. Him and Bo Armstrong both are like they're not. Bo Armstrong's a little bit more like, uh, I want to say he's got more uh, of a grander Mm -hmm. feel if that makes sense like he's got the fiddle and the string and it feels almost a little bit more cinematic whereas Colton Venner is maybe more akin to like a zach bryan it's not that it's not as like raw but it's it's very acoustic and very much like that and i love it all right and then so i highly highly recommend game ball um my next one is john randall self-titled this i i'm finished i oh no i had that (laughs) so so high. (laughs) Oh no.
1: <laughs>
0: so actually this was on my top Oh ten.
1: don't tell me it like, got booted.
0: But it's the it's one album that I switched to last night while well, me. Oh and no 8+. And it was I will say that it was it was only <laughs> uh it was only at number eight. So it wasn't oh, super shoot.
1: High. I had it at number four. <laughs> oh, I this way overestimated cool. that one. But I, I really, really liked
0: I did really like this, but um i think that there is just better stuff that's just where i'm at with it um but at the same time there are some albums on my top 10 list that are that could maybe over time this could come back to like my top mm-hmm. 10 of 2021 if that makes sense but yeah. i had to just how i was feeling last night i switched it to my honorable mentions my and next you have one, one
1: what no i was just saying do you have more honorable mentions i want to hear
0: these yeah, I've got a, I've got some more. Um, I've got four. I've got six total. So I got four more. Um, Tristan mores self titled, is an honorable mention. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right. so Okay, we're good, <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're good. I had okay. that in my consideration
1: I, pile, but already, it didn't make. I've my already list. talked
0: a little bit about this one, but I really, really like um, uh, Texas Swing. So good. Um, she's had enough of Texas. Very underrated. Um, obviously, uh, where the neon lies, very good. Day drinking is just super fun. Um, when she calls me cowboy is also very very good. Um, um, I'm forgetting one. There's another two. Two beers on a bar it's,
1: yeah. Like there's it's, it's just really good. There's something for true. everything there. There's something for um, everyone. Yeah.
0: Um, next one we have the ballad of Dude and Juanita. I I like this album, but I don't really come back to it a whole lot. I liked how it sounded. It's, we've already talked about it a little bit, but it's yeah. it's a good yeah. album. Um, but I. And definitely for my first full Sturgill listen, it was really good. Um, I've heard other Sturgills, a couple other Sturgill songs from other albums, but this one, this one it was good enough to make it in my honorable mentions. I'm sure some yeah. people have it a lot higher, but uh, just for me, the replayability wasn't there. I guess. Yeah. Um, I know Evan is gonna just disagree. He might oh, have it.
1: No.
0: no, 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 no. Uh, I just know that you wouldn't have this in your honorable mentions or your top ten. But behind oh. the bar by Riley Green. Ah uh,
1: no! See, I had it in my honorable mentions. Can I get no, points I meant, for this? Oh sh-
0: sh- sure, I meant is like, that
1: two because I got Tristan Moritz and Riley Green in the honorable mentions. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No, I I meant like you wouldn't have it in your own. Oh mentions. yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the opposite. But no, I had I, I had it there as an honorable mention.
0: Definitely not as good as uh, different round here, but. I don't think it's, it's not like a, I, Evan has said this in his review. He just was way, way more disappointed with it than I was. Yeah. Um. I I still think it's good. It's just more of what Riley has been doing. Yeah. It ha- I would like to see um more effort and in put into the next album because yeah, one of the tracks was. Uh, a track that we got on an EP uh, more than a year before, which was... Uh, if
1: it wasn't for tracks.
0: Yeah, that one. Um, and then there were six other songs, and some of them were pretty good. And I, I just... all None of them were offensive. None of them were
1: horrible. They was just good.
0: So, and, yeah. Which is more than I can say for a lot of other albums. So I, I think... It, I thought it deserved to at least be in the Honorable Mentions. How many but more I think, Honorable
1: Mentions do like, you have? Only one more. Okay. And this is... If it's not right. the one I have, then I'm concerned because this one I took out of my top 10 and if it's not an honorable mention, I feel like it's going to be on the list. So I kind of hope For it's right. here. For, okay, well, uh, my last one isn't even a country album. Oh, Oh no. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I just
0: had to throw it in because of how how good it is. Um, Surface Sounds by Kaleo is a blues, hard rock, rock album that I just love Kaleo. I've talked about them before, I'm pretty sure. Um... I highly recommend. If any of you guys listening are into rock, I highly recommend you check Kaleo out. Um, Very, very good album. They try new things on this album, but they're still at their core a hard rock album, a hard rock band. So I really like it. Yeah. All right. So how did you how did you fare with I got two.
1: I got two of your honorable mentions. Okay. Okay. Riley Green and. Marais.
0: I f- I figured the Colton Venner one would probably Oh, I never would have got that. I never would have got yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm starting yeah. to feel less good less good about this. I feel like I, you could probably get my number one though. I, I think feel. I've got your number one. Alright, so okay. what is your number ten?
0: Well, how about do you want to guess first? Because you I'll said
1: there it. were you said there were two EPs on this list.
0: Yeah, we should clarify. I did uh, I for these honorable mentions and the top 10. I did include some EPs, just because they're collections of songs just like albums are. They're just shorter. I figured I like, because I like some of these EPs more than I like some of the other albums, so I, I, I wanted to
1: include them. So, um, so let me tell me At number top... 10, yeah, they, yeah. okay, so this is the one that it's either, I was saying to you, it's a Hail Mary, and it's either a full-court buzzer beater or the fattest airball, and it's one I'm of the very... EPs I have I have Tenille Town's Christmas EP. Yo, you got it. You got no it. No way. Yes, song number Christmas. 10. Yes, songs, oh, for,
0: oh, Christmas. Oh, songs for Christmas oh, Tineel. Oh, t- <laughs> oh, Yo, Evan. Can I just step on? <laughs> oh
1: okay. Right,
0: Evan okay, sounds okay. like he's he's watching uh Oh, well, let me
1: put my headphones back No now. way at home. <laughs> In the yes. right spot as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what a shot. Yes. Uh, I remember
0: you telling me last night, you yes. were like, this is a Hail Mary. Yeah.
1: Oh, I got it. Let's go. That's, yeah, that's all, all I need. That's all I need. I just, On the the reason
0: this beats out a lot of albums for me, it's only four songs. I know some people would be like, bro, why is a, why is a Christmas EP in your top 10?
1: Because you loved really it so good. much.
0: It's just really, really good. Like it's, i could listen to some of the songs on this ep not at christmas
1: yeah and like um, that that was the one when me and jaren were on call last night i just randomly at the call i was like oh i think i got something here that was the one because i was just <clears> flipping <throat> through like my library and looking through like what, what and i saw teneal towns pop i was like wait oh i'm so happy about yeah. that let's go it's- her her cover of Pretty Paper and the Christmas
0: Song are just so good. And Christmas Cards, her a, an original by her, and One in a Million are both originals. And they're both just, like, really, 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 really good. And it's just, like, this is the Christmas music I love. Like, it doesn't make me sad, but it's almost, like, this content, just peaceful, yeah. like, happy feeling. I love, I love this EP. So it, and because it's a Christmas EP and it's only four songs... But it's very strong. I had to put it in number ten. So.
1: Number nine. What did you kay. have, number nine? I if I get I, I can't uh I'm not gonna be able to top that guess. Um I have Reckless by Morgan Wade. Wow, you had it that low. Oh shoot. Dang it, that's not good. <laughs> I yeah. Well, I really like Reckless. Uh see I knew you liked it. I just wasn't sure if you liked it that that much. But no, you, I know you, you really enjoyed it. But I, okay. I guess I kind of lowballed it. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I, I thought John say, Randall's I, messing up my list I, now. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I will say,
0: I'll just tell you what number nine was. First off, um, "How the Mighty Fall" by Charles. Oh
1: no! <laughs> oh no!
0: I've I have since since we talked about "How the Mighty Fall" a couple episodes ago. I've since listen to it more. I, I even got it on C D for Christmas. Um and I listen
1: Uh oh. Instead all the albums. You're gonna hold on list, Of course. Are good. What? You're gonna have to go back to like when you said Christmas, you kinda froze there.
0: I froze? Yeah. Oh okay. I I got the album for Christmas and I have, so I've gotten some chances to listen to it even more and more on CD and I have listened to it digitally. It's, I just, for me, I think I like Seneca more is where I'm at right now. But I really, really like it. Cranes of Potter is an easy standout. Jesse is also really good. Um, Needle Fall Down is also really good. It's just, something about it,
1: something about Seneca works a little bit more for me.
0: This is, this, this, album is still really really
1: good don't so get So my wrong. three and four are out of the picture now. <laughs> oh no okay uh number eight all right number eight go ahead go ahead see this is a bit of a a teeter-totter because i don't know how this one aged on you but okay. i've gone emily scott robinson american siren
0: i'm about to break your heart <laughs> it's not even on this list (laughs) okay that the thing is that album's good it just didn't really stick with me like you just said
1: i wasn't sure how it aged on you
0: it was kind of similar it had a similar effect on me maybe i just i haven't listened to it enough maybe but i haven't come back to it like i haven't wanted to come back to it uh so i had a similar it had a similar effect to me with sturgle simpson which is weird because i love her her uh traveling mercies album um so, yeah, I don't really have... I wish I had more to say about her album. But so, my number eight... My number eight is my other EP.
1: Oh, so I was... I think if this if I had the right EP, I was pretty darn close then. Well, what do you think the EP is?
0: Oh, well, no, I... Sh- well, yeah, sure. What do you think the EP is? So
1: my number seven spot is The Last Resort.
0: Ah, uh, yes, I had The Last Resort at number eight. That's pretty close. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll get it I'll
1: get, I'll get. That's pretty
0: decent. Especially considering you we've already knocked out two of your couple of- <laughs> top five
1: two of my top uh-huh. four are gone
0: so i honestly the only reason this one is this low is just because it's an ep if it was a full album that's that was like that that was like take the last resort and just expand upon it like it would probably be in the top three if yeah. not in the top two. um but it's just I don't have much to say, except I, you know, me and Evan both love Midland. The Last Resort is very, 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 very good. Um, I would, I mean, I just love all the songs. All five of the songs on The Last Resort are amazing. Yeah. That's all I would say. And so, Um, what was your
1: number seven?
0: And you had, yeah, and you had Last Resort at seven seven for me. So, my number seven was 29, written in stone. Shoot.
1: I put that one Um, too high.
0: Okay. And it's, it's, (sighs) the reason I have it this, it's, it's hard for me to, it's I, I shouldn't say it frustrates me we talked about this on the podcast um i feel like 29 and then 29 written in stone could have just been two different albums in a way um that, not to say it's still really good like it's it's really really good um but i like 29 being its own thing i kind of wish and that. and it's weird that they were like 29 written in stone and i i like i like 29 being its own collection and then maybe releasing just a second album like just two, like maybe like a two like maybe 29 part one and two it and i just don't like that i i I sound like i'm being negative i'm not trying to be negative
1: it's just the reason no i get what you mean yeah,
0: and I don't want to put Twenty Nine on here and say it's a better album than Twenty Nine Written in Stone because I don't think that's necessarily true because so many of the songs on Twenty Nine Written in Stone are very, very good. Uh, so it's it's hard for me to it, it was hard for me to place that one. So I could see it being higher. In your defense, um, it's just weird. I, I this one confuses me like because I don't know what to do with it because I have mi- I have some mixed feelings on just how it was. Yeah, made but the songs itself are all like really good. So, So,
1: number six, yeah, I've got heart. (laughs) Okay,
0: I have "Welcome to Countryland" by Flatland. Dang it, that was
1: my honorable mentions. Dang it, that was oh, I had that. I had that one pretty high up as well. And then I'm last gonna... second, I was like, "Wait, no, no, I'm going to drop that to an honorable mention.
0: I'm not going to put Flatland in the honor ever since I discovered it. Flat I was going when oh... I discovered. Flatland, I was going through a heartbreak, so they've kind of stuck with me. Flatland. I had that one water.
1: pretty high as well. Oh, I may have even had it at the number 6. Dang it.
0: Frick. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Mm.
1: At least a... at least you
0: <laughs> a lot of these guesses you're in the ballpark I'm in mean, I mean the knew, ballpark
1: I'm in the ballpark you knew John Randall
0: was yeah. up there for me and in and, and your defense at one point John Randall was on my top 10 and let, yeah so it's anyway welcome to countryland just so good tilt your chair back there's that three track run of uh oh crap um uh daydreamer tilt your chair back
1: and and
0: star yeah. Yeah. Tell Your Tribe Back, Fallen Star, and Daydreamer. So good. I love it. Um, there's... I will say that after listening to it some more, I still think Humble Folks is probably my favorite album from them. But this is still very, very strong. Um, okay. And I also... want. There was another song I wanted to shout out. Off-Broadway. I like Off-Broadway a lot, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, Alright, what's your next... Uh, what are so, we on now? Five?
1: Five. Number five, I had 29. I had the color Oh. At number five.
0: Okay. I have... I have the Marfa tapes at number five.
1: Oh, I wasn't sure if that... The... Ah! What, what did you do? Did I didn't did have you... that anywhere. And I thought oh. about it. I thought about it, but I wasn't sure if you liked it. that Because I know Jaded loved them. But I... Oh, I should have, like, watched back the episode I have a feeling
0: maybe you remember Jaded liking it more than I did because Jaded liked it so much.
1: So much. So, in turn, yeah. I mean, I it also was kinda like... it so much, but...
0: Yeah. I, dang I I've become a big Miranda Lambert fan over the past two years. Ever since... Because her first album that I ever listened to was uh, Wild Card, and I loved Wild Card. It, it Actually, so, funny thing, first time I listened to Wild Card, I was like, I don't like this album at all. And I, and I didn't even, like... But then I listened to it again, like a couple months later, and I was like, "I really like this album." So, uh, yeah. So the Marfa <laughs> tape
1: really did it for Whew. me. Um, well, this is where it falls apart. This is where the wheels fall off because
0: you well, we I don't think we've dethroned your number one yet. No, right? but at number, number four, two? I had
1: John Randall. Yeah, I had Soul
0: by Eric Church. Really. I don't know if you remember this, but I
1: actually prefer soul over heart. Now that you say that, I remember this, but I had heart over soul.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, I, it's probably because, and I've talked about this before, um, I'm big into rock and blues, and like I love the groove of soul. And I love just the... <sighs> some people... One. I know a lot of people are hard on soul. I know a lot of people will disagree with me. Um, I don't necessarily think soul's better, but I like it more. And yeah. I uh I love Soul. Like Look Good and You Know It and like That's Where I Wanna I Be. And it's just like Leonard Skinner Jones is not even like a groovy vibe, but it I listened to that one a lot when it was a single, like before yeah. he released yeah. the album. And I just really like Soul a lot. And the opener and I know I know a lot of people are like, uh, what is it? Bad Mother Trucker? <laughs> I love that song. Like <laughs> It's so dumb, but it's it's the that like it's supposed to just be a yeah. silly yeah. It's yeah, I love it. It's just, Soul's a really fun time, and it's got some heartfelt moments on it too. Jenny is an interesting song, but I still I've it's grown on me a little bit. It's not the one I come back to most. It's probably the one I come back to the least, but I still like it. Like yeah. there's not a song on Soul that I don't like. Where I know other people have songs on Soul that they aren't a huge
1: fan of, which is fine. So. My number three, I had How the Mighty Fall. So that's a bit of an L. Oh. Uh, what was your number three? Dangerous by Morgan Wallen. Oh, no. Three. E. <laughs> oh, this isn't shaping up well. Was that your number one for me? We will find out.
0: <laughs> I think yours. it was your number
1: one. If it was number two um, or one.
0: Okay. Morgan Wallen, Dangerous. Dangerous, woo. I really... I didn't like. I wasn't really a Morgan fan until, like, I don't know. It, it's weird how much I've come to like Morgan Wallen over the past year, just as music and just. his Yeah, I, his I
1: guess I'll just say I, I did have it number one. Because I wasn't, I wasn't sure, but like, I know you listen to it so much, and you're always did, saying I like, did. "Man, like, I'm just listening to this so to it. much," and so I thought um, like, "See, it would be like the." Cop out, but at the same time, yeah. I at the same time I was like, no, I think it, I think it might be his number one. So frick, bro. It was, is...
0: it was close. Uh, there was these top three can kind of be a little un- interchangeable, so I'll give it to you. They're almost yeah, all yeah. On the same level.
1: I'm in the, so it's s- not, I'm in the right far off. area. Yeah. <clears> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You weren't far off, and you also. I have a feeling that you at least because we haven't hit two and one yet. I have a feeling you I got at least one, had one of the two.
1: other. Yeah, I'm yeah, hoping. because there's um, an obvious my, pick left. Yeah.
0: Um. My next one is Reckless, number two.
1: Dang, you had it high. Okay. No,
0: I, I, I really like Reckless, like a lot. November yeah. Air is so good. Obviously, Wilder. Yeah. I love uh, Take Me Away a lot. Um, like there's just so many, so many good songs on. Reckless. I had
1: Human um, at number two. Ah, uh, yeah.
0: I had Human at number one.
1: There it is. So I was close. To- yeah. I didn't realize you enjoyed Reckless. Like I knew you liked it a lot, but I didn't. Number two. Dang. It's just one of the albums that has kind of stuck with me yeah. the whole year.
0: Um, and then up there with Dangerous and uh, like the Marfa tapes and Code. Like yeah. these
1: top five, I come back to a lot. Um, and then you had. Uh, human and so I had Human. Um, so that's a pretty bi- close. Big.
0: There. A big reason. I know I was. I probably like Human more than I did when we reviewed it a couple episodes ago. Um, oh, it's just, it's continued to grow on me. I, uh, it's, pr- I honestly probably like it more than ain't nothing to it. It's getting there um, for me, honestly. Yeah. I think Cowboy Like Me might be a better album, maybe just cause it's a little bit more focused. But I can see that. The, if I'm going with favorite, like, like some of my favorite songs, human has my favorite Cody Johnson songs. Like it does like, <sighs> I love. I always wanted to so freaking much. I love it so much. And then there's driveway. And then driveway. Such a sleeper. Yeah, treasure is really good. Um, Cowboy scale to one to ten is just really fun. Thank I know you. some people are like, "What is this?" But it's just it's just it's it is what it is. But the thing is, people are like, "What is Cody doing with this dumb silly song?" It's supposed to be time. Like, this is where Cody Johnson and Josh Turner are similar for me. They're not afraid to do on country songs like this. But like that, that one's so well executed,
1: more. I'd argue. Yeah. Like Yeah,
0: and you used you used to see a lot more songs like this more like
1: back. back, back I, I don't think you see them as
0: yeah, I used to, I don't think you see them as much anymore.
1: Um I was but, so happy uh, to see Cora Blonde on it. I was like, yeah, let yeah, of it course go. I
0: need I need to mention Human, the opener, amazing. God Bless the Boys, also really good. Sad Songs and Wallets is, is good. Till You Can't is good. Uh and then the uh, Longer than She did is also pretty good. I don't know a thing about love is also I don't know a thing good. about
1: love is one of my Also so, like when it comes I to is like... one of my favorites.
0: Oh, I also really like When It Comes to You. <laughs> like it's there's I just really, so many and, good songs. Yeah, there's so many good songs and the the ones that I haven't mentioned are still good, they're just not as good. But mm-hmm. it there it's very it's a very strong track list of 18 songs, I think. Yeah. Uh, like if you if you cut the ones that I didn't name I think you'd have a very, very strong album for me. And The Mm Clothes was really good. By Your Grace is also... Obviously, it's coming from a place of faith, but very good. Very good. So that was my number one. Um,
1: You know what? The fact I got the Tiniel Towns on the dot, that's that's all I needed. It kind of fell apart. I got... I got in the ballpark on a few, but that one makes me happy. That's gonna let me fall asleep tonight. That's extremely impressive, honestly. And then we will move on. So... Let's do
0: my honorable mentions for, for the songs. My, yeah and So I don't have honorable
1: mentions for these. I only have a top that's five. Fine. I'll so, just go through them.
0: Yeah. And yeah, and and like Evan just said, I did a top five songs because it would have been really hard for me to come up with a top ten songs. Then and I didn't I honestly just didn't want to put too much time into it. <laughs> so um Honorable Mentions, Where the Neon Lies, by Tristan Merez is my first one. Heaven's Jukebox Okay. By Jaden Hamilton is my second one. "Chasing After You" by Ryan Hurd and Maren Morris is never would have
1: seen that come actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, I really like that song. Actually, um, "Look Good and You Know It" by Eric Church is my fourth honorable mention. And "In His Arms" by Miranda Lambert, John uh, Randall, and Jack Ingram is yeah. my fifth honorable mention.
1: What? No, that was good. That like oh, okay. that song it was okay. pretty
0: good. So uh, all of those songs are songs that were very much the top stream for me. I love them, had them on repeat. I even did cover I even did a cover of Chasing After You um on my YouTube channel. You um,
1: um so let's go on to my, uh, so top, my five. top five. So at number Wait. five uh, This is gonna be interesting. At number five I had Where I Wanna Be by Eric Church. Oh but it's I, you've already put your Eric Church entry yeah. in Honorable Mention. So it's... Yeah. Wild. What was number five? So my number five was Wilder Days by Morgan Wade. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you have that high? <laughs> no, I picked the wrong Morgan Wade song.
0: Oh, oh uh, was she- it November
1: Air? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that was close.
1: That was close, though. You were close.
0: I just had to choose Wilder Days just because it's such an earworm. Like it it's you can't
1: resist it. You can't resist. Like no, honestly,
0: November Air might be a better song, but Wilder Days is just so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this fourth one, I don't expect you to get it at all. It's, it's four and three might be hard for you. I my top five songs are probably going to be harder than my top ten out. It was always so, going to be harder. Yeah, don't be so hard on yourself. If um, I get
1: them. If you get number four, this will be bigger than the Tenille Towns <laughs> EP. Am I revealing my number four? Sure, sure. Reveal it. Reveal it. Warren Eater's outskirts of heaven. Oh, oh! I should have. Okay, I'm gonna give you bonus points for that. That should.
0: Well, the thing is, that track came out like a year, a week and a half ago. So it's it hasn't... so new. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know you loved it a lot. So I was just like. What do you yeah, you put it on list That's a really
0: good guess and honestly it should probably be in my honorable mentions I probably would that. not have been in my top 5 so I'll give you even though we're not scoring a half a, like point a score or anything I'll give you like I'll give you some bonus point. point yeah yeah um my f- number 4 track was actually a song called Everything by Daniel Kim Etheridge. He's a very he's a pretty small artist um I don't, think I don't I know his name Yeah um I highly recommend checking this song out I really really like it. I think it's beautiful. I've actually talked to Nathan in the discord about it. So he knows who this. At least he's heard it before. He might not remember it because <laughs> it was a little while ago. Um but I really like this song uh like a lot. I if I was ever kind of just like I don't know, it kind of put me at peace in a way. I like songs like that. Um it hit it hit me. It's a uh, the 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 name of it's very general because it's just everything. But When you listen to the song and the lyrics, you'll, like, understand why it's called everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, now let's do number three. What do you have for number three?
1: Um. So. My number three, I'd take, uh, frick me, I had Northern Air by, um. Ah, okay. By Morgan Wade. That's where that one was. Okay,
0: so number three for me was a song that has been talked about already in this episode of the podcast. It is when the party's over by Bo Armstrong.
1: Oh dang! Okay.
0: Um, when this song came out, I listened to it like thirty times. <laughs> in the, I because I could see, you know, I could see, with my spotstats stats app. Yeah, I can see. I can see how many times I listen. I listened to the song like thirty times when it came out. Um, I really, I probably listened to it like four times the night it debuted. I really liked it. Um, I, it's just beautiful. Um. And the, I mean, this has nothing to do with the song itself, but also just the intention that Bo Armstrong had with it, yeah, suicide awareness and all that other stuff. But I just think it's beautiful. Um, yeah. I also love the album art. Probably my favorite album art of the year. The That's single, right. very very good, really cool. It's like an original painting that his friend did. So, um, number two, do a guess. I quit in time. Hey, hey. it's number two. Yeah, Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Quentin time. time by Morgan Wallen was my. Uh, I need like. I that thought. One. I thought you were gonna go for outlaw.
1: No, see, I thought about it, but see, I was like,
0: so "Guess what? You barely <laughs> dodged a bullet because at one point I had outlaw at number two instead of Quentin time."
1: And I, because I, I really like outlaw, but but <laughs> but,
0: but quitting time. Has stuck with me more. Like mm-hmm. I, I actually have streamed Outlaw m- more, but Quentin Time has stuck with me longer. Yeah. Like I, I come back to it more often.
1: Um, I'm kind of surprised. If I get the number one, imagine I get the two and one. Well, I've already gushed about. I probably like five
0: minutes ago. I was gushing about this. One. Oh, that I
1: may have got it. I might have got it. I might have got it. I might have got it. <laughs> I, I always here. wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Yes! Yeah, I yes!
0: Cody Johnson is the saddest song that I've heard all year and that is why it's perfect. It is, it is the quintessential country song for me. It is so good. Everything about this song, it even has bagpipes at the end. Oh, <laughs>
1: to- uh, you've raved about that song so much. I had to put it in number out, one.
0: Shout out to my favorite Josh Turner song, um, The Longer, <laughs> The Way, and The Sweeter The Kiss. It now has competition for being one of my favorite songs of all time. Because I always wanted to. It's just... Ugh. I know Cody, Cody talked about this on his uh, video where he talked about Cody Johnson. Not Cody. Did I, I say Cody? I meant Grady. Oh, my yeah. gosh, bro. Sometimes my brain
1: doesn't work. Is there a line with the memory fades?
0: It's... Yes, it's... Well, it's... Uh, like, pictures will never take... Memories will never make still fade. And it's like... Dang. Dang. Ugh. Like, it's lines like that. And it's just... Oh, it's so good. It is such a good song. Um, I love it. Yeah. So that was my top. You did a pretty. good... I did quite good. I got the top you two and two for five. Especially with it could I could I literally could have been like Tennille Towns. <laughs> I could have been a memer, and I could have had Tennille Towns be <laughs> my whole top five.
1: <laughs> Imagine
0: uh, that. Yeah, but I. This was good. I liked it. This was really that, fun. That was
1: fun. You know, we should yeah. do more of these like, yeah, we guess this list, guess yeah. this, guess that. I that like that. Fun. Hopefully you yeah. guys enjoyed it too. Let us know um, via Instagram, via comments on YouTube. Um, also, let us know your top songs and albums, please. Yeah. Message us. If you it, haven't it already, because I know a bunch of you left them yeah. in the, yeah. the videos. Yeah. But feel free to drop them here as well. Um, yeah, I mean, beefy episode, but that's all good. It's the year end, so it has to be. Um, thank you for listening if you've made it this far. Thank you for watching mm-hmm. on YouTube if you've made it this far. Uh, obviously, it's January 1st by now, so hope your New Year's off to a great start. Hopefully, you haven't failed all of your uh, resolutions by now. it goes up on noon, noon Saturday, so I really hope you haven't already lost all your resolutions. But... Regardless, thank you for uh, a great year on the podcast. 2022 is going to be even greater. We're going to get some guests on. We're going to get some some things going. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, yeah, anything else you wanted to add? No. Nah, have a
0: very great start to 2022. And if you do New Year's resolutions, more power to you. I hope you all stick to those. Uh, oh, we talked about that last. Yeah, I, if you don't know, I don't really care about New Year's resolutions. I don't really buy into them a whole lot, but if you do them, you go.
1: All right. Awesome. Bye. <laughs>